Thank you. And then Pretty Yama joined. Pretty Yama, we're waving at you as well. Okay, we're back on Facebook. Sorry for that break in transmission. Like they say on NTA, it was due to uh, circumstances beyond our control. We're now back to our regular scheduled program. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs> All right, so Omar Dara Adediro is joining me on the show today to discuss creativity and children, or better put, children and creativity. So, Dara, yeah. we need you to properly, formally introduce yourself, what you do, and what you have done, and what you're going to do. All right? Okay, that's a lot of things. I'll just, just give it to what you do. I yeah. was wondering where to start from. So, hi, he's already said I'm Omar, Omar Dara Adediro. Uh, so currently, I am the founder of the Artbox Project, and I'm also the mentorship lead for Slum to School Africa. So right. yeah, those are the two things that I do that are directly connected to children. Okay, and I, I should say this, uh, a couple of months ago, I think like two or three months ago, no more than that, yes. I was invited to uh, teach a couple of wonderful kids, and I think Marco Co, right? Yes, Marco. Yes, under the Artbox Project, my people, that was like, one of the most fulfilling moments of the year for me, period. Yay! Seriously, I had great fun. It was wonderful. Those kids had mad ideas, crazy, crazy skills out there. A lot of things went that I really totally enjoyed. Now, personally, I love working with children. You know, I volunteer for anything that I can that involves children because um, I found out that the best yeah. ideas often come from them. True. There, there are things we think they don't see that they actually see. Exactly. Now, with, with that, with that in light, we're, we're still going to go back to your past a little bit because I know you didn't just start slum to school and add books like that. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to go back to that. But in your experience working with children, yeah. how has it been interacting with them and their their creative expression? What's it was like? Okay, so first of all, I have always liked uh, working with children. It's uh, a a thing I had always had since I was a lot younger. Because, right. uh, first of all, kids always seem to be, to me, to be the most natural people ever. You know, there were no airs, there were no graces, there was so much love. They're not suspecting yeah, you. Yeah, there so much yeah, ideas, there's play. So, you know, every time I wanted to have fun when I was a lot younger, instead of moving with my mates to have a hangout, I'll just go and pick my nieces and nephews and we'll all run around. Just and play. Yeah, then, you know... Further down the line from that, I, when I was in university, I now went into talent management and, you know, I worked with a couple of artists. All right. And that's when it started occurring to me that, look, these are the kids here and this is the talent here. So where does it all go? You know, where, where do we lose that? Yeah, where because that I mean? see some people that are overtly talented but haven't really been able to do anything about it. it. Sure. But you see children who are just there and have, like, multiple talents. And, you know, that's when I kind of made up my mind that, I'm growing older. You know, I first of all thought it was talent management I was going to do. Then I okay. thought it was radio presenting. I mm. mean, it was a lot of things. And luckily for me, in fact, it started out as bad, you know, not, not so, so good luck. Because okay. growing up, I was the only art student. So for that reason, you know. In the family or like in the old school? In the family. So okay. they... My, my dad didn't really pay much attention to what I was going to do. So today when they said, okay, it was law, he was like, okay, great, law. Then tomorrow it was English. Was, <laughs> when it turns crazy, I was like, you know what, just do Just do something. Like, so <laughs> it really helped me to, to even though it was a little painful because I felt like that support was not there, but it really exposed me to different things that people needed to do to survive and, you know, how you could help to bring out talent in people. Because I was like, I quickly realized in life that we're born with imagination, intelligence, creativity, you uh -huh. know, 
we are born with all those things already. So which, now, now yeah. that, that, that even brings something out to me. I was going to ask you that later on. That yes. um, the question goes around, and then people complain about it. Even beyond even um, yeah. this question, is creativity inborn? Are we all born creative? Yes. Or is it something we learn as we grow up? We're definitely born creative. The only what we learn as we grow up is that we begin to develop those skills. So I want to use my creative skills this way. Oh, I want to way. channel them into that. I want to become that. That's what we learn growing up. But we're naturally born talented. With that and ability creative. to yes. create. Yes, we're, we're, because creativity is just, is pretty much putting your, putting your imagination into action. That's exactly. what it is. And we're all born with a great sense of imagination. That, that, that fact, so, nothing says that better. Yeah. Because you know, we have this argument a while back and then when, yeah. I, when I teach, when I lecture, yeah. At, uh, at the brand schools that I teach in. Yes. A lot of my students are like, ah, I can't draw, I can't do that. And I tell yeah. them, look, we were all born with the ability to actually draw, to yes. actually draw these things. We can actually yes. draw. Yes. But some of us develop that further than others. We can, we can all read, we can all talk, we can all in do fact, things. We can all act. We can all I act. studied creative arts and I quickly learned that every, you, everybody can actually act. Act. It's just a matter of development. What yeah, do we do to me, build that skill? That's what it is. So but we already have those, they're inborn. Creativity so that, 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 that was a we are born creative, yes. but what we do with it is develop it. If we don't develop exactly. it, then we lose it. Yes, because you know, you can never, you have to always constantly reinvent yourself, innovate and whatnot. So if you don't groom a skill, it won't turn into anything. It's like your it's, body. Yeah. If you don't maintain it, yeah, somewhere like, along the line, yeah, you're going like to lose your, it. Yeah, it's like you're born with it, but it's not yours forever. Unless exactly. you, you constantly feed and develop yeah. it. It's like the popular book about talents not being enough. Yes. You won't survive on your talents alone. It just won't take you there. Yeah, so you know, you have to groom it. There are a lot of other things you need to do to get to where you want to be. But the natural creativity, talent, imagination, intelligence, the things we are born with. Okay, hold on, sorry. Agita Bakalajai says, Hey, Ibrahim, I'm interested in this. I hope she tells our uh, breed Marvel fans, my love Superman, I have failed him. Oh, my son loves Superman, I think I have failed him. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope she tells us our parents uh, can breed Marvel fans. My son loves Superman, I have failed him. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. Uh, well, uh, well um, just know, uh, Akitoba, you have not failed your son. Your city still needs you. <laughs> all right, so you can still maintain that. All right, Diva may say, Yeah, it's a good larger Nigeria number one Batman. For, okay, a good larger, that's yeah. where you are. Okay, nice things you got going here. Thanks very much, Ogidi. All right, now, um, uh, that, that's a very good one, and yeah. I think only a father or a parent can talk exactly like that. And I can relate a little bit. Um, having three boys of my own, I know exactly the, the choices and the things I got to move to ensure yeah. that their creativity is not cool. Yes. Now, one of the things I found out over the years is um, parents are, uh, we do exactly what our parents did to us. Sure. You know, uh, you hear this a lot for children. Stop doing that. Don't yeah. do that. Sit down there. In yeah. fact, I even care, I even realize that the worst thing you can tell a child is sit down there. Yeah. Because you're simply not completing that statement. So yeah. a child's mind is sit down there and do exactly what? There's know? something supposed to, I'm supposed to be doing something. Yeah. Children are eager to constantly do something, but it seems uh, as we grow up, maybe is it responsibility now that we are Okay, so uh, I think that there are lots of factors that come into play, and I right. genuinely agree with you uh, with the fact that children are born curious, and that's why you see one, two year olds, three year olds, four year olds, five year olds that have never ending questions. So Absolutely, always, they're not oh, afraid to ask yeah, any so questions. So you're like, okay, so you know. 
don't take this biscuit and they why? go, why? <laughs> and because this, why? Sugar what? is bad for you. Why? Why, why? why is sugar bad for me? What is sugar? And you know, if you encourage them, if you entertain that line of discussion, it goes on and, and on, on and on. Yeah. So children are naturally born curious. curious. However, first of all, like I said, there are a lot of factors that you know make you lose those things as you grow. I think, so first of all, sorry, I'm going yes. to identify two things now from yes. what you've said so far. Yes. First, we are born creative. Yes. But that's even, there are three things then. We are born creative, then we are born curious. Yes. And curiosity seems to be the father or more like the engine that makes imagination work. Yes, it fuels your imagination. Okay. It, it increases your level of intelligence and all that. Because the more you want to know, the more you learn. Exactly. And once you know, you can create more. So exactly. your imagination is put to work. And then yeah. we're actually talking about the creative process here mm -hmm. in terms of the questions why, leading yeah. to why not, and then how to. Yes. Yeah, so, so it's a why, then why not, then yes. how to. Yes. Okay, so now you are talking about the factors that may uh, be uh, blocking our ability to actually remain curious or yes. continuously create or affect our imagination. What, in your experience, has actually been the factors that cause this okay so first of all i will start with and you know this is going to be a very it's going to be a conversation that's going to make a lot of people uncomfortable but well it's just, please it's just what it is get into a, a comfortable chair you're yes. going to hear this all right let's so, go first of all i think it starts with how we approach our educational system okay our educational system is very restrictive hmm. so first of all there's a hierarchy of subjects and people believe Right from when kids are, even as like a five. Tiny, I mean, how can you be asking people that are in primary two and primary one what they want to be when they grow up? You really think they will know? Like seriously. They now try to box them into an to, area. You know what I mean? So first of all, our education system doesn't allow for, it doesn't allow for people with creative minds most of the time. It makes them feel like losers. Mm -hmm. It also stifles their imagination. Okay. So. First of all, you have students, you have teachers in classes that they don't, the learning is very direct. They just want you to learn everything it's they say down. and move on. And yeah, it's not supposed to be that way. In fact, we should change the learning system to be more inquisitive based. More like, okay, what so are we're you doing? asking more questions than, than, than we're just than pouring out. Information you know down. what I mean? Okay. So it's not, oh, a plant is this, is that, is that, is that. Mm -mm. Children are naturally curious. People are naturally curious. So can we change it to something that's more question-based? Like the power of that curiosity you know what towards I mean? developing the mind. Exactly. It's a better way of learning if I figure out the answer by myself and you don't just come and read it out to me. Ah, that, that even brings out something almost immediately. Yes. You see, uh, there's something about um, being taught and learning. Exactly. I mean, knowledge and realization. Yes. Knowledge is what you're told. Realization is what you have experienced. Exactly. So it's now yours. When you come to the learning of some things, you know, there are sometimes when, for example, you have a stubborn child and you're saying, don't do this, don't do this. Sometimes you just you don't do it already. When you do it and it When it gets out of your mind, you won't go and do it. Don't tell the child not to touch fire. No, yeah. Touch fire. fire. Exactly. No, that is, it hurts. It burns, right? You got it? You got it. You won't touch it again next exactly. time. Exactly. So a lot of times, because there's, first of all, the wrong kind of, there's more teaching than actual learning. Hmm. Then, there's, mm. then again, it's not a very enabling environment. So first of all, we have a lot of teachers who are not properly trained, trained and equipped. So sometimes they're so scared that the kids are going to ask them what they don't know, that it's tough to curiosity. You know what, just listen to me, just so, write what's on the board. You know, yeah, you, you, <laughs> they ask questions sometimes and you see, they, 
they get uncomfortable because they can't answer they that question. Yes. Just pull back. You know, sometimes they even punish the kids for, for being asking too questions. inquisitive True. or being too True. curious. True, I have seen you that. You know happen. what I mean? <laughs> and it's really, it's it's just not right. It's oh, it's called oversleeper. Oversleeper. The guy, the guy that asks question about next class. Exactly. It's called like no, just wait. So You're there's that. that. You now. know, the best way to the best thing you can compare teaching to is actually gardening. Okay. Now, if you plant a tree or you're trying to plant vegetables or carrots or whatever, or mm -hmm. you're trying to grow rice, whatever it is, in reality, you're not the one that brings the sun or the rain. And even when you put the fertilizer or whatever it is that you need to put, you don't make it grow. You don't control you the process. Exactly. But you create that enabling environment. Now, as teachers, it's your responsibility to nurture these kids talents you're supposed to create that natural environment where they can grow all right even if you don't know some things it's okay for you not to know Abi, what is not nobody okay, knows everything yeah what is not okay is for you to kill that child's confidence their imagination yeah. how inquisitive they are because of the own gap in because of the gap in your own knowledge Mm. So there's that, and there's also the fact that creativity isn't very appreciated in our educational system. system. It's like Ideally, we create a structure and we expect everybody yeah. to follow that. So if you think outside of that box, yes, really so people who can use their minds are not appreciated. People who are creative are not appreciated. And that's why you have people in workforces now where you have a whole, like, like a million and one people with different talents and the HR people don't know how to manage them. Hmm. Yeah. They don't know how to bring out their talents to give them the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's really sad. We make people who, you know, it's, it's a little funny that we make people who are creative and innovative and people who can invent seem like people who are not serious. Like outcasts. We you don't know? belong in society. We make them, yeah, we make them seem like they're not serious. And for that reason, it's, it's one of the factors that kind of stifles our imagination growing up. So if you're a very creative person, and of which we all are, yeah. you kind of just want to pass in the sciences and ex you want to come up as a brainy and as somebody that knows anything, everything, but yeah. not the person who can draw the best, exactly. or can act the best, you just or don't, can don't sing, write the best music, or any no, of those just, things. You, you know what I mean? Then there's also the angle of the parenting. Mm. Parents are another huge factor. Now, as parents, you're supposed to be involved without overtly being involved. So first of all, you have to learn to accept and let go. Not all your kids will be Learn to accept and, and let, let go. go. Not it's all of your kids balance. are going to become doctors. Not all your kids are going to become lawyers. Engineers, lawyers, whatever. What? Even if they become those things, they still require their imagination. Yeah. And that's why you have people who create, who, who, who offer creative solutions to services, yes, even to even legal in, firms, yes, even some in engineering, things, even yes, medicine, and all some that. of these things are not even producing flyers or banners. It's not that kind of stuff. It's just that you're in a situation and you need a creative solution. Exactly. But if the creative part of my head is dead, then how am I going to? How do, do you that? apply that to whatever it is you are studying? You know what I mean. So also with parents, like I said, we have to be able to accept and let go. Then at the same time, it's our role as parents to be extremely observant. Now, you ah. see, the way this whole child thing works is we're born, we're out of the womb and everything with our set of talents. Yep, you have it all there. They will always Default show. mode. They will always come through. 
You just have to be open-minded and you have just to be study. attentive. Just look Those at it. Those things will come. Yeah. You will know. You'll see everything that makes you know what clear I mean? that, okay, this guy wants to do this. Yeah, so you have to be observant and you have to be able to nurture what it is that your kid is interested in. Yeah. Now, this brings me to another point. I understand that sometimes, you know, we live in, it's a third world country, we have our issues, mm -hmm. we're Africans, we're disadvantaged in some areas, and you know what? I don't what, we're a first world, but it's okay. Yeah, you know? <laughs> so sometimes parents get carried away with being able to give their child um, the, best life. the best life. They always want them to have the competitive advantage over other children, which is absolutely normal. I mean... Your father will always say that he wants you to do way better than he did in life. You must not suffer the way I suffered. suffered. You, yeah. you get what I mean? So it's totally understandable. However, sometimes we get so overzealous with it that we end up steering the kids in the wrong direction. Yeah. Same so what same. they can do is clear to us. But because we're so carried away with, okay, if she no, finishes I, and she gets into nursing in America, before you know it, we steer them in the wrong direction. And that's why you have people that they're 30 they're making all the money in the world, but they're miserable. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, guess, I, I guess, sorry, sorry yes. to interrupt you. That gets into the, quite a lot of things that what yes. you've said so far brings to mind mm -hmm. immediately. And I just want to make sure that everybody watching gets that clear about, about what we're talking about. Uh, the last one you just said now, yes. it regards the, um, the idea for most parents, actually, yes. to want to protect their children's future in yes. court. Yes. You understand? Now, uh, what somebody said a while back in an American movie, and I think that best described it like we're raising a generation of pansies we basically like we're trying so hard to protect our children making sure they have a good life that we are actually creating boxed individuals who cannot create you know so they can't create for themselves yeah. they, keep, so they live in that box and if you throw them out to the real world they just fall they apart survive. they just fall apart in there they can't so survive. so th there's one need to protect whereas it's actually nurturing that's the real world not yeah that's what protection. you Nurture. Because a farmer can't protect his plants. Exactly. They will only try. Yes, you cannot, you cannot yeah. make your children um, uh, completely devoid of any kind of injury, but you can get them prepared for injury exactly. so that they know what to do if they get injured. Yes. Yes, but most parents are trying to make sure that they wear armor. As police will follow you. You drive in the car and you never touch the ground and you never drink dirty water. You never do this. We want to make sure everything is completely protected. And instead of creating children that are um, uh, wise enough, who have gotten enough information to create, we create people with limited data who are unable to explore Very their imagination. It's, it's really, you know, it's a little funny. So, so yeah. we're talking about in, uh, teachers here, we're talking about the educational teachers, system parents, and yes. parents. Yes. Now, it's, it's everybody that is older, yes. perhaps the thing that happens is we, we tend to um, uh, pass it down, so to speak. Exactly. What we experienced. You don't want your kids to... So would you just like, you know what, I don't want you to... I mean, reality, the sad thing is, even when you push them to be what you think they can be, unfortunately, you're in a country where they probably don't even have the jobs for them. So, so they have some geology and... and you know, you know if, if your kid is ever going to, 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 to survive as an entrepreneur, which, yeah. I mean, you have so many entrepreneurs now, even mm -hmm. the ones who are in offices are entrepreneurs, one of the things that they need is passion. They require creative thinking. It's a must. They must have it to be able to survive or so run any, anything. Any kind of business, any kind, even so, as a staff, 
whether you're running a business or exactly. you, you are a staff, you've got to have creative things. Yes. In fact, it's in most companies now yeah. pay for your ability to think creatively exactly. as against just the skills that you have. Exactly. You're able to get things done using your imagination. Yeah. All right, just recognize something. Uh, David Jamaapness tuning in and Pastor Benga. Pastor G, thanks for tuning in, sir. And Rosemary Manuel is yeah. on. And then Chiwe Watse is tuning in as well. Sarah Donopoaku sends his love. Thank you very much, bro. Hiya. Got that. Okay, Fidel Tangod, Israel joining, and Fola Baba joining as well. Thanks for tuning in. And Kunle Ogufuyu on Instagram joined as well. Thank you guys for tuning in. So let me highlight some things out there. First, it seems you we're born creative, but we must remain curious. Yes. Curiosity yes. means we ask for more information, we seek to get data we seek mm -hmm. to learn and then people will remember on previous episode of the show we have talked about um the difference between being taught and learning yeah being taught means that the responsibility for the information you get is on somebody else's hands while learning is in your hands you are the one who decides what to absorb and what to take now for children and to ensure that they remain creative is to keep that absorption rate high yes please. provide them with as much data as possible let yes. them take which one did them ask? In fact, yes. I, I got something, you know, um, for most parents, I can use myself as an example. Yeah. My kids have, they have the most why questions on the planet. But why is this so? Why do we have two legs? Why do we have two eyes? Why not three? Why is our head this way? Why can we have? Yeah. And then that didn't end up frustrating me. Mm -hmm. Instead, what it did was it got me reading and then got yeah. me buying books. So basically, the questions I can't answer, I go and buy the books and we read it together. Or I just dump it in the house and I find out that they read their books, then they read my books. Yeah. And I'm getting questions from those books and I'm ready so we can share yeah. the information well, and then yeah. we can learn together. And thank God for the internet, right? I People, know, right? I know, right? <laughs> somehow, you can practically Google everything to yeah. answer them. Even if you don't know it right now. I mean, he's Pastor Google, Shake, Google. You know, I Google. <laughs> Google. Everywhere is right there. Professor Google. Anything you can yeah. find just about anything out there. So the information is out there. The capacity to just keep these children learning yeah. seems to be the key. So now, in that respect, yes. let's talk about what you do specifically. Slum to school that you're part of and okay. art box. Uh, which one do we start with? Slum to school. Yes. Tell us about the slum to school project. What's it about? Okay, so basically, uh, slum to school is uh, a non-governmental organization that uh, focuses in the area of education. All right. Basically, trying to educate kids in uh, lesser um, privileged. Yes, yes, you know. Okay, sorry. Um, if people who are in lesser privileged societies, basically, All right. who are just like the name implies, slums, we try to get them better access to education and. Uh, by doing that, you try to put as many as them as possible in school. And by doing that, by extension, we also do some level of skilling, acquisition, empowerment, and what not. Okay. What so beyond the, the actual formal education, there's skill acquisition Oh, yes. Uh, there's empowerment, yeah. both for parents. We also employ teachers as well. Uh, you know, we also do some level of uh, health, health advocation. We have health empowerment programs as well and things like that, even in the community. Because I mean, okay. when you're dealing with education, you're dealing with a thousand and one things. You have to be able to put the kids in school. Then you have to make sure that the parents are sending In the house. The house is okay have before to, the school you know, is okay. Then you have to get the right teachers. So there are lots of things. Um, That's not school. So it's basically yes. not about from the students. 
the schools and the home. Yes. That's what slum to school Basically. is all about. Yes. But for privileged, underprivileged yes, areas yes, in society. Yes. Have you guys had any projects within the Lagos environment or in Nigeria, yes. anywhere at all? Oh, yes. So we're in Abuja, we're in Port Harcourt, we're in Nigeria, um, we're in Lagos. All right. In Lagos, Lagos in Nigeria. Okay. Yes. <laughs> in Lagos, we're in the Tapa Bay community. We're also in the Makoko community. All right. We have some uh, empowerment programs in Port Harcourt as well. And we also have in some of the IDP camps in Abuja. Right. So basically, for some to school, I particularly need the mentorship team. All right. And for the mentorship team, to be honest, my major priority is making sure that the kids are exposed, they are they're empowered, and they have the they, they have the required skills to face the world. Uh -huh. Half the time, exposed, empowered, empowered required skills to, to face, face the, the world. world. So half the time, I'm not really bothered about whether they want to be journalists today or doctors today, or stuff like that. That's not my priority. Okay. I know that to survive in the 21st century, there are some skills that some need. basic things Some basic that are skills. Yeah. One, creativity. Yeah. Creative think thinking. Thinking, that's a Problem super. solving. Mm -hmm. um, critical thinking. Thinking. Oh, you took you it know? out of my mouth. Critical Confidence. Yeah. Good man, general manners and etiquette. And these things are basically unquantifiable. You exactly. cannot describe them. I cannot physically hold them, but these are the core yeah. of being. For Exposure, exploration. Those are the things that matter. And I realized that these kids need these things. Even if they graduate with the worst degrees the, or they graduate with, with the, the best, best degrees, degrees, if they don't have these skills, they won't survive in the 21st century. Yeah, hold your, all the A's you yeah. can hold, but you when know, you get that, they're I need them to have, I need to make sure that my kids, even if they grow up in Makoko, they're able to stand with kids who grew up in America and have and the best Anywhere at all in the world. And I know, compete. that's where things like confidence, that's where self-esteem comes in. And those are the kind of things I'm focused on. Okay. I, it, for me, it's important that they are continuously exposed to things. They're exposed to the world. They know things, they read things, they see things. So to, to grow their, their, their yes. knowledge beyond the area you they know, are in. Sometimes, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes, you know, and major shout out to the founder, Otto Rondam. Beautiful guy. Who, okay, what's his name? You know, Otto Orondam. Otto Orondam, okay. He's the founder of Shout Shinsu. out. You know, he, he it's because of people like him that we have a platform for these children. And, you know, sometimes the kids were on the platform recently right. and they told him that, see, Uncle Otto, this is not just about you. We want to go and talk to people about, well, but what you know, we're the doing here, what's happening here. I think I saw a video on, online yeah. recently about a boy talking in front of a thousand yeah. and I said, look, I never could do this before, yeah. but, but now, now I'm standing before you know, a thousand have, people and, and talking. And I'm talking, and those are the kind of things that we try to encourage. Because, you know, even if you say, you know, it's, it's so funny that we have people who started out to be lawyers, who started out wanting to be lawyers, no, who, about who now are people who sell food, or who people, or people who own restaurants, or people who are animators. And this is happening now, even for the adults that are teaching them. Exactly. We know adults who spent years you know, in law school and then came out and they started painting. So if they don't have, if they don't have skills that make them adaptable, mm -hmm. that make them you know, be able to, that, that make them able to think creatively, yeah. that, help, that help them to, to know how to survive in difficult situations, then they won't survive in life. True. And for me, that's what I am focused on. So if I can get, I mean, one of our kids recently, Deborah, because we're doing a fundraising campaign for All right. Slum to School, we're trying to send a thousand kids to school. Whoa, so we're okay. trying to, 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 
It's a thousand dreams you're gonna campaign. You're going to give a thousand yes. dreams campaign. campaign. You're going to give us the details of that yes. before you leave. And we're trying to send as many people, as, as many kids as possible, possible to school. school. All right. And, you know, because for us, that's the very first step. Then when you come into slum to school, then you have the mentorship team. There's a creative support team. There's a school support, teacher support, support creative team. clubs. We have all sorts of things. We take our kids out. We bring in big people. We bring in people from diverse. We bring in fashion designers, musicians, animators, you know, comic artists, illustrators, everything, creative directors, just because we want them to have that level of, uh, we want them to like, have that level of exposure. Exposure and, we want them and then to interact with people who have done things that they, you know, they might do. do you know what I mean? Yeah. For me, I will never say, ah, Miriam today, which is the name of one of my children. I will never say, Miriam, um, What's it called? You have to be a lawyer, or you have to be a doctor, or you have to be this or that. It's not my, I'm not bothered. Mm. For me, I just want to give Miriam the skills that she will need to survive in the 21st In any area she chooses to focus you on her career, that's to all, do that. Yeah. You know, that's all um, I, I'm, I'm focused uh, on. As, as head of the mental group. As head of the men mental group. That, that's, right. that's my priority. Okay, I can tell by still bringing up this uh, thing about his son. He says, if I understand the nature of this show, it's about art and comics. And it's about creativity generally. So it's about uh, art, comics, animation, fashion. In fact, we'll be talking about architecture very soon, so watch out for that. I have an issue. I'm a serious comic head, but my son cannot drop a ball. He loves kicking the football around. I don't know what to do because I hate football and I don't know how to connect with him. I don't even know how to nurture him. Are you serious? Akitaba, I know you even wrote it here now. Akitaba is a lawyer who writes comic books professionally. All right? So what I would say... What would you advise him first? Before so I first of all, I would first of all say, you know how he spoke about accepting and letting go? Okay. I think it really comes to play here. If he seems like somebody who is not interested in comics, and he's interested in football, football. let him play his ball. However, what I will say is that I understand that we're all wired differently. For example, if one of my kids wants to be a musician, I could partly be in trouble because I can't even hold a note. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's where you have things like academies. That's where okay. they come in. There are different academies, there are different platforms that you, you can There are several football connect. academies out there, so I have to start There are football academies, and there are even things on, you know, thank God for the internet, there's stuff on YouTube for him to learn how to, how to you know, maybe things. master the art of football. And for all we know, as he's learning, you also can be learning, just like what Sir Guy said not long ago, that, you know, when his kids ask him something he doesn't know, go, he knows that it's an opportunity for him to, to learn yeah. in a different area. So even if you're not skilled in football, it shouldn't discourage you. You could see it as something that's fun for you. Football for you might be exercise. Exactly. While you help him to nurture that passion. It's just a typical nerd, I think. You know? <laughs> but there's there something. Also, yeah, sorry. One, one, one thing. There are also things that you can do. I also, when I get into different areas, I try to read as much as possible about them. Yeah. For example, there are people like, and I just forgot his name. Uh-oh. The, the Manchester United coach, the really popular um, Is it the uh, one that has to leave recently? Anybody out there, please that, remember. Yeah, I'm all lost in know, football. I watch the matches sometimes, but I don't know anybody's names. Yeah, okay? that guy. This is a little Is it Mourinho? No, not Mourinho. The Manchester United, the one that was there for ages. Okay. And everybody. What's his name again? Ferguson. Ferguson. Yes. That's so, his name. Yes. Ferguson. So, you know, if he has this, he has this, he wrote a book. 
it's a bestseller and stuff like that. It teaches you about the tricks of football and also you'd like as a football coach. Right. There are games. I know that there's this game that my friend is crazy about that's called Football Manager. Yes, yes. And there's also there's FIFA. FIFA. So, you know, there are all sorts of stuff that you can expose yourself to and as a result, also expose your son to. It's not going to be easy. I was actually going to say something because yeah. he's a comic artist and comic person and he's yes. listening to football. There are actually quite a number of football-based comic books out there. Super Striker. Super Striker is there. And then if you grew up in an age of it, Roy of the Rovers, anybody out there remember Roy of the Rovers? These yeah. are things you can actually try to act as a link between you yeah. and your son. So I'm um, looking for that bond, something that you can sit down with the son yeah. and talk about. See, it still has to be football, because that's what he loves. All right, you love comic books. Just if it's possible to find something both of you can actually live with. I really like that angle. I really comic like that angle football. of comics about football. football that because that kind of gives you something that you can engage in. And, and it gives him something that he loves. And again, at the same so there's time. a balance. I, you know, he's saying that it's hard. I realize that it's going to be hard. Yeah. To be honest, two of the most, you know, two of the things that I have up there as uh, very difficult to do for me is you, um, that I feel like like I'm really tasking is parenting and teaching. It requires yeah. a lot of work. They are practically the same thing. Yeah, so you know, <laughs> you are learning, unlearning. It's going to be a lot Severally. of work. But just try as much as possible and keep trying to find the balance. So for example, this Alex Ferguson's book that we're talking about yeah. will teach you different things that can even help you with work. Well, will help you understand football in a, in a way that your yeah. son can connect. So, yes, I didn't actually said that. Thanks, Ibrahim and Omodara. This welcome. will be hard. I really dislike football, but I will definitely seek knowledge on this. Please do Akintoba. And then he said, ah, great, super sure. guys. Thanks so much. Exactly. See, there's, the thing I found out for, for, for this kind of thing with children particularly, yes. having been a part of several children programs, yeah. I'm, I'm a, a mentor with several organizations about children. Yes. I, I found out that um, flexibility, Yes. Is the core of creativity. True. So when you're working with children, there's something you have to be flexible. flexible. Yeah. Like hyper flexible. flexible. Yeah. They have to go from one area to the other. Okay, yeah. let's draw a circle. You don't want to draw a circle, a triangle. Let's draw a triangle. Exactly. <laughs> a triangle, you don't want to draw a triangle anymore. A pentagon, no. let's draw that. Yeah. Let's make that happen. Yeah. Fact, can you find two triangles in the pentagon? Mm -hmm. then if you roll the pentagon around, you get a circle. Exactly. You know, so we're still talking about what they want to talk about, yeah. but in a completely Different and way, way where both yeah. of us are actually getting some level of fun and enlightenment about yeah. it. And if there's anything else you do, uh, while it's going to be hard to do this, Kalajaye, if you open your mind up, like I said, uh, accept and what? Let go. Let go. If you do that, you will actually find the experience fun. It yeah. will be your relaxation point. Even you if you not, laugh at yourself. You know, you're not going to be teaching him, you're yeah. going to be having fun with the kid. Exactly. You guys are just going to be talking and, and then. Throwing out all kinds of ideas. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will tell me that's a guy, uh, your sons, uh, I'm sure they're drawing awesomely well right now. Yeah. You see, they want to draw, mm -hmm. but they are completely carried over with technology. Mm -hmm. Right now, everything I'm hearing is okay, I'm going to invent the battery that lasts for a year. Uh -huh. I'm going to work on superpower generating mm -hmm. set. I'm going to work on television that are yeah. this big. Now they are actually tying wires around the entire room. Wow. They are taking apart everything. Wow. They bring things up. Inventors. You know, one took a lamp that wasn't working, a rechargeable lamp that wasn't working, and then got batteries from another one that was working, yeah. and then got lamps from another one that was working, and then yeah. combined it up. Now he has a full lamp oh, wow. working, you know? So, like, okay, now I'm, as a part, I'm thinking, okay, these guys are not drawing. Mm -hmm. hmm. um, I'm drawing, what? so what's going on here? But then I found out. See, creativity is not limited to pencil and paper. Exactly. I totally agree. It's not limited to that. It's People always have the misconception it is. And another misconception people have is that 
what you love doing or what you're talented at might not what you love doing might not necessarily be what will bring you the money so it might not be your day job mm-hmm. do you understand so for example you might be a lawyer but like Toba comic, is, comic writing might be the number one thing you just want to so the trick your mind in. the trick is not to lose that creative bond yeah so that it can help you even with whatever it is that you want to, to do. do it's a misconception that you have to do what that if you, a doctor yeah, cannot that, draw you know what if, i mean if a, so artist, you a, good, be a lawyer i'll give you a good example i really really love cooking okay and it really really makes me happy and that's where i do like all sorts of creative, creative. stuff. Oh, chop it, chop it, chop it, chop it. You have to. Sometimes so that is one of the most creative activities yeah. you can find. Cooking. You know, sometimes I'm like, I, I go like yesterday. I was like, oh, okay, so today I'm definitely, you know, we have to get back on this weight loss pee and everything. So I'm like, yes, today let's All right, do so it. what are we gonna do? We're making so. a world of salad. All right. I, you know, I was just like. You know, looking at all the ingredients of a world of salad is so boring. So boring, so you know, let's spice up a little bit. I added suya to it. Hey. I added almonds <laughs> to it. I added grits, everything that's not in the world of salad. No, and not, I, when I did the mix, I'll, I'll send you It's a world of salad right now. It was so pretty. And I was like, you know, I did it and I was happy. Now, a lot of times my friends are like, do you know how much money people make from cooking? You should start making creative meals. You should start selling, yeah, you know, there yeah, are people who do soups in bowls and yeah. they're making money. And I'm like, but I don't want to do that. I just love cooking. I, I just love cooking. But it doesn't mean that I have to become a chef. It doesn't have to be your career. Or because it doesn't mean that I have to own a restaurant. So that's, you also be able to, you also have to be able to separate that. Just yeah. because you like eating, for example, doesn't, doesn't mean, mean you have to be a food it. taster. Oh. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's I, I think that's where that. flexibility comes in. And then yeah. actually what makes creativity uh, what it is, especially within children and what they keep going yes. for, a, for a couple of years. Children, like we said, everybody's born curious. Yes. And naturally imaginative and mm-hmm. creative. Yeah. The thing is they are constantly looking for ways to express their creativity. Yes. And it's not boxed in by, oh, this is going to be my job. No. Yes. They can start breaking, singing you know, today, yeah. drumming tomorrow, drawing exactly. the day after, and breaking the electronics the day after. Yeah, they exactly. have not chosen a career. They are just some, exploring. Exactly. And something else I also want to lay down here is that if you're 30 and you haven't absolutely figured out what you want to do, it's fine. It's okay. If your child is 10 or 12 or 13 or you have teenagers and they haven't figured out what they want to do in life, it's fine. Sometimes we even start out in careers that they're going to help us along the way, but it's not what we're going it's not to exactly die. Exactly where you're where you're heading. It's okay. Yeah. It's all a learning process. If you are creative enough, you can absorb these different things, and you know that it's not the end of the world. Okay, Which, sorry, Diba yeah. said he has to bounce uh, now. Thank you. All right, thanks for tuning. We appreciate that. Unusual TJ joining as well, and Kola. Mama Mary Amina is on. Hi, And then Akitaba again says, Thank you for this. You actually helped me on this confusion. You're Thanks, welcome. everyone. Glad to help Akitaba. Now, you talked about slum to school. Before we go to power, we need to talk about the Art Box project. What exactly is the Art Box project and how has it been? So, the Art Box project just started out. It's something that I'm very passionate about. I've always realized that people struggle with how to discover talent just like Akintoba. Yeah. And how to use the talent, how to nurture the talent, so how to discover, how to nurture, how discover, to discover, nurture and use. You know, develop and up people struggle with it a lot. And I told myself that when I think of a creative school, the first thing that comes to mind for me is Xavier's school. Ah, for the gifted youngsters. 
So you know how you get in there and you're not Google it up. Xavier's Cooper. You know how you're not an X-Man. You know how you're not an X-Man yet when you get in. Yes. But he teaches you all the things. As you manage your powers and you discover them and then use them well, then you become an X-Man. Exactly. I I um I read a lot, and one of the people that I'm very fascinated by is Elizabeth Arden. Oh. She's the founder. She's the um um writer of Eat, Pray, Love. Okay. And uh, she's also the What's it called? Did I? I hope I got her surname right. Elizabeth Arden. I, no, it's Gilbert. I always mix her up. With Elizabeth Arden. Gilbert. So Elizabeth Gilbert is someone that you know everybody should check out. Okay. She has this amazing talk on creativity, and she has this great book um, on uh, what's it called? That's called Big Magic. Okay. So if you look at her TED talks, if you look at her, if you go to her videos, you'll see this. Um, Okay, so she had she wrote the book Big Magic, and Eat, Pray, Pray, Love, yes. and City of Girls. So okay. she's really, really, uh, she's really, really, uh, what, what you may call it, she's very talented. All right. Now, one thing that I liked about her TED talk was she had this one on success, failure, and whatnot. She and, had this and one on the how drive to, to keep creating. Yeah, and she had this one on how to, I think, manage your creativity or something like that. It's a very helpful talk. Now, what it does is that it helps you to manage your creative talents you know what i mean yeah so uh with the art box project for me it's, i see that a lot of people struggle adults children teenagers struggle with i, I see creativity as having superpowers but not knowing what to what do, to do with, with it a lot of times you have it for your environment sometimes it pops out sometimes, you know, sometimes it goes out of the way yeah. sometimes it gets out of hand and you just don't know how to manage it so for me the art box project is going to comments it's going to spiral into different levels but at the very beginning for me where it starts with is just exposing kids as much as possible so the very first one we had which i'm very grateful to you for being that, part that's of that, okay you know started out with just getting having a workshop where we just let people explore you know starting out the kids so as many yeah, the team, possibilities you know, as possible yeah you know when we started out the team was saying should we profile the kids or sort them into what they want to do i'm like look just let them go into any class. Let them meet everybody. Give them numbers and let them walk into any class they want to. In fact, when we are done, we can do rotating classes. Yeah. The idea is to expose the children as much as possible. You see, as you begin to expose them, they begin to get interested. And that's why, you know, you're like, oh, I want to do this. They naturally begin to sort themselves out. They naturally, yeah. They sort themselves out. They they want, I prefer this. Yeah. I prefer that. But they won't know those things if they don't have the right level of exposure. It's why I am so crazy about travel. International and local travel, irrespective of how broke I am, Knowledge travel knows. must always be in my plans. Because be. I'm like, the more exposed, the more I know. So, create, so the Artbox project for me is just a platform that helps children, teenagers, and adults to figure out what their natural talent is. Uh, okay. You know, whether it is that they had it when they were little, oh, or whether it's it just is that growing up now, it's just, just growing. To it's them. just that platform to help them, to expose them to those things, help them accept them then help them develop them and figure out how they can use them in life. Is it passion? Am I passionate enough to build a career out of, out of this? this? Is it something that will just help my everyday life? Do I even know enough about this Do now? I know about what it? Do I need to, do? Do I need yes, to seek yes. a mentor? Do I need to, you know, do I need to imagine more? Do I need to live more? Do I need to play more? That platform will give you all those different options. Okay. You know, and from there, it will then help you grow and basically live a more fulfilled life. All because right. if you shut out the creative part of you, you know, it's just like the conversation we had before we got on. Sure. You can't 
choose to shut out these emotions and pick these ones. You no. shut one out and you, you lose turn, everything you turn else. You the entire tap off. You, you, cannot, you cannot turn it off and leave it. It's not possible. You turn it off. It's, it's like off. people who, oh, for example, somebody hurts you and you say you just shut it out and ignore it. Mm -mm. If somebody annoys you, you have Please. to feel the pain. Get the pain. If you want to cry, if you want to scream, <laughs> cry, scream, shout, get angry, whatever. Then the next step is now letting go. go. Because you see, if you shut out your emotions of sadness and, and anger and whatnot, you're automatically also shutting out your joy, joy happiness, bliss. Peace. Just because you can't pick these things. Yeah. They come as a full package. So it's yeah. either you accept them all or you let them all go. go. So that's what the artwork Okay. All right. All right. Quite a lot of things in there. Well, I am. Well, first thing, I'll just ask this question quickly. We have one this year. Yeah. When are we looking for the next art box project? So we're going to have to, because I have, I've spent so much, <laughs> I have so much, I've spent so much time trying to make sure that, you know, my kids are where they're supposed to be. Okay. With my teen in slum to school. But I'm looking at us having one early next year. All right. Well. So we're definitely okay. going to have one next year. Any and help will, that people you know, out there can actually do? Is there anything that people out there can do to um, support the adults to get to get that out? Well, for me, I just want people as much as possible in their spaces to try to make individual decisions to make kids as exposed as possible. If right. you're an aunt, uncle, parent, teacher, I just want you to take that responsibility up to expose children to make sure that their creativity, curiosity, and imagination uh, are still very.